Welcome, special happy hour episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob and I'm joined as always by my good friends, the power of Joe and because you duffed me. (laughs) (laughs) I love to get duffed. Because you duffed me. That's good. Um, Minute 125. In this minute, Rose... uh, Oh, I didn't write anything. I, I was, was going to say, in this minute, Rose grabs the end of the fire hose. <laughs> but uh, but that's just what happens at the beginning of it. Uh, in this minute, Rose gets a f- fire axe, I guess. It's and, uh, it's axe time. Yes. Um, Rose goes full Jack Torrance. This episode is sponsored by Axe Body Spray. Uh, so this uh, minute starts with, like I said, Rose grabs the end of the fire hose and uses that to break open the glass. And that's pretty smart. It's clever. Because yeah, I probably would have just like tried to punch it and bloodied up my hand or something. Well, it's it's. I would have done something that. really stupid. Because uh, I have a story. Oh my goodness! Uh, when I, um, my wife and I, uh, we were living in an apartment. I don't know if we were married yet at this point. We might not have been. Uh, so we're living in sin. Rob, you lived apartment. in sin. I know, and uh, and uh, we were uh, making dinner, and so we were like broiling a fish or something. I don't know anything about kitchen <laughs> things, and uh, <laughs> and like, <What? laughs> and we opened up the like oven to like see how things were, and so like I think I did it because I was there by that, and I opened it up. And, like, it was just, like, the oils or whatever that was on the fish and whatever was happening, the air hit it. All of a sudden, like, I just opened up and a huge flame just, like, shot out of, like, the top of the oven as I opened it up. And and I was like, oh! And this flame just comes up. And then all of a sudden I look and there's just an empty door. Molly's not there anymore. My wife's gone. Right, you know, not yet wife, but Molly's gone. My and wife. The doors, the doors <laughs> open and there's just no one in there. And I was like, what is happening? Like, where did she go? And so I shut the oven and I walk out into the hallway and I look just in time to see her just slamming her elbow <laughs> into like a, a glass case, like, you know, break in case of emergency glass case, just puts her elbow through it, grabs the fire extinguisher and just runs into the uh, apartment. And I like open up the oven and she just sprayed, just sprayed that fiery fish down. <laughs> but, like. Uh- did she bloody up her elbow? Uh, it, it, she bruised it, but she had like a, a long sleeve shirt on, so it didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't bloody up. But like, <laughs> just to bring this back around, so your reaction was just to stand there being scared, right? My reaction was the Fargo reference Joe made a few days ago, where I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't know what to do. And like within a second, Molly had ran off and was just shoving her elbow through a glass case to get a fire. Man, Molly saved the day. Yeah. And kept your apartment and probably the whole building from burning down. I honestly think I, I mean, probably did, like did, just any shutting the... the oven door would have just done enough too. Uh, <laughs> to did, did any of the pee from your pants help put out the fire? <laughs> 
Well, Maybe. I thought that she had. Uh, I was I was drunk and I had thought that she had. Uh, they took wait, the door away. Wait, wait, wait. So you got drunk and broiled <laughs> some fish. <laughs> <laughs> that classic Rob move of like, do we have any fresh salmon? <laughs> At two in the morning. <laughs> uh. So, anyways, Rose. I have a, a, a quick story. Oh, let's hear it. It's another night terror story. Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. Just night terrors. <laughs> um, one time I, you know, as you do, you, uh, you know, jump out of bed in the middle of the night because you don't know where you are. You're in that space between uh, sleep and being awake. Yeah, it happens to me about once every five years. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you accidentally trip and put your arm through a uh, framed photo. <laughs> what? Uh, of so, Ronald Reagan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it, if, I guess in fairness, it wasn't hanging on the wall. Like it was this poster, uh, some like piece of art that we just, we were going to hang it up and it was like resting against the wall, maybe a couple feet away from the bed. So but, you're just stumbling around. And you Not, punched through a frame. No, I didn't stumble. I fell and oh. put and like put my like elbow and just broke the glass. And think about <laughs> if you're my wife and this is how you wake up. Was this your first time at the Smithsonian? <laughs> <laughs> Museums can uh, be pretty boring. I, I'm not allowed at Pier One anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. I, I didn't know they had. Uh, I didn't know they had pictures at Mattress Firm. <laughs> Duff, what percentage of your energy do you think is fueled by anxiety? <laughs> uh, it's a lot. I... <laughs> Night terrors, kids. They're not fun. No, man. They're pretty fun for us, man. I hope you keep yeah, having oh, they... listeners. They make it. Yeah. A... Oh, don't worry. I have them at least once a week for the rest of my life. You suffer for your art. Yes. Yep. Uh, so, uh, back to Titanic, <laughs> back on the bridge, Captain Smith is looking, looking down at the water, the water rushing onto the ship. And I just, he's think still, like, still going through yeah. scenarios. Yeah. Like, oh, hmm, what can I do? If what we if, a, if we get a bunch hmm. of buckets, <laughs> <laughs> what if I can just snuff out the water somehow with a cone shaped <laughs> fire extinguisher? <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and then we go back, and Rose has an axe uh, to grind. Uh, Rose has an axe and uh, walks down to E deck, which is now full of water. And you know, we talk about we talked to uh, Greg earlier this week about the use of space in, in Titanic, and I don't know if this is the best minute for it. But even like when they there's like wayfinding, and I don't know if this is like it's probably real wayfinding that was in on Titanic with like you know when they come down, you can see a prominent sign on what deck they are and everything. Like I going through this movie minute by minute i do enjoy like i know exactly where everyone is and part of it is like there's signs that we actually see and it's and, i don't know I, and it wasn't in this minute but in the last minute there's a brief cutaway that shows how far the ship is submerged and that yeah. also that also really narrow uh not narrows it uh hits home that oh yeah they're gonna be underwater in a few minutes this is happening very quickly um yeah and so uh she takes off her like overcoat here and this is handled much better than how it was in the script from a few minutes earlier. <laughs> like this is more of a necessary thing like, Oh, well I should just take this off. This is encumbering me. It's not like, <laughs> it's not what we heard earlier. It's not script. like a weird erotic moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
And, uh, you know, we mentioned earlier this week, and I thought we can get back to more of them. Joe, uh, I don't know if Joe's here for this, but we, we pre-recorded it earlier. Um, but uh, Rose as a hero and Jack as a damsel in distress. Can you think of other movies where this is the case? Is there anything like that in The Edge of Tomorrow? Oh, there might be. I'm, th- I'm thinking. I mean, there's her training him, kind yeah, of. So, she yeah, because she mostly just lets him die, though, right? Yeah. Does she actually? Or kills him. him. Or kills <laughs> him, yeah. But I, a... I, I, I think that counts, though. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, there's another Tom Cruise one I thought of, guys. And no surprise, it's from Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. Oh, Mission you found Impossible. the New York Post article about this, too? Uh, I don't know. But the Mission Impossible Own three? up to it. Listen, you're talking to a minute, a, a minute impossible listener, and Mission Impossible Mark. Yeah, Michelle Monaghan's character uh, kills the Philip Seymour Hoffman villain. I don't know if I count that one. A does ton. she save Tom Cruise though? Yeah, she does. He's sort of okay. like knocked out, and like if I re- like based off his instructions, she's able to like shoot him. Okay. So it's you know it's a little different because he kind of told her how to do it. Hmm. She had to be mansplained. Yeah. Um, and then the other one I thought of that uh, is really obvious is uh, Mad Max. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is very much. Uh, yeah. That's a good example. Joe, did you have any other ones? No. I thought you said you had other ones. The Mission Impossible 3 was one of the other ones I was going to mention. Oh, okay. Duff, do you have any other ones you can think of? Uh, no, not. I think the Star Empire Strikes Back, and then Joe reminded me Return of the Jedi. So was this New York Post article by that same guy who thinks that women can't appreciate Goodfellas? <laughs> it might be. I also, think it's Kyle oh, something or other. Oof. Kyle oof. Smith. Yeah. Yeah, that, was, that was guy's he mad? Probably was he, the worst film writer in the world. Was he mad that Tom Cruise had to be saved by a woman? No, this is by Gregory E. Miller. So the other ones mentioned in this article are movies I haven't seen. One is called In the Blood, which I'd never even heard of. Uh, I don't know what that is. don't know that. And then Hunger Games, which you mentioned. Divergent. I haven't seen Uh, it. I've never seen seen it, but I do know it has a strong female protagonist. Enchanted. Oh, I think I've seen Enchanted. I don't remember it. I haven't seen that either. Uh, Kick-Ass. I think I've seen that. I also don't. Man, from what I've read, I feel like that's disqualified. (laughs) And Tangled. Oh, yeah. I like Tangled. And then MI3 and Iron Man 3 is the other one. But What was the last one you said? Iron Man 3. Oh, Oh, that kind of, right? With the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's pepper or whatever pots i don't know what her name is does, does she save them with a thousand dollar organic tea cleanse or something <laughs> she, uh, she gives uh tony stark an enema uh and does then she... he's so much more well that he's able to yeah she, she puts an egg into her vagina which uh gives her powers yeah Jeez. i i have seen that movie but i don't remember it very well uh okay so Back to Titanic, then, if we're sort of done on that. A few things on this scene I have. The lights flickering terrifies me still. Like, when she goes down in the water and the lights flicker, like, every part of me is like, that is dangerous. You shouldn't be in there. You could get those those eels. 
is that the the voice your conscience makes? Yes, that is the Rob's rules. Rob's conscience sounds like this. Yes, watch out for eels. Did you have your did you have your kombucha today? Yeah, (laughs) eat your raisins. Otherwise, (laughs) otherwise that's how you get your fiber. (laughs) Too much salt. Did I Uh, did I forget to get my Crocs inside? I like how it turned into Steve Urkel is like my yeah. voice inside me. Did I do that? <laughs> uh, and yeah, we're, we, we're going to post that Mr. Hands video in the Titanic oh feed. Oh, and Jesus. then it's going to hear Rob. Be, uh, did I do that? <laughs> the, uh, the moment when Rose hits the water um, for me is one of my like weirdly most memorable moments in this movie. Uh, because I don't know, like when like like as soon as she goes down in that water, uh, that like that like look of like, because <gasps> uh, it's like so cold, and apparently that's a pretty like that's a real reaction that she had because it was cold, and it was sort of like, all right, here we go, I'm gonna jump in that water, and like that cold water hitting her. Uh, so I, this that I I totally agree, and I don't I don't think there are any directors that for me are better at creating either like violence or physical like a visceral reaction to it than James Cameron what do you mean uh well like for Titanic everything that happens it's like like you just said like oh god like you can feel that yeah or this goes along with my theory on like movie violence movie violence like i'm not so much against it if it's you know in context and appropriate or totally um, over the top yeah I'm okay and with that what i <laughs> yeah like if it's cartoonish but like yeah. what i really hate is when you have violence with especially like gunplay and such and it's very you know it's just like someone gets shot and they go down and there's no blood and there's no anything and it's just very sanitized, and yeah, they do this a lot for PG thirteen movies yep, now. Yeah, there's a PG thirteen. And yeah. I to this day, like the scene in Terminator two, when Arnold shoots that guy in the kneecap when they're going yeah. into the institution, yeah. and the guy just drops and is screaming, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, at, to me, no one is better at communicating kind of horrible either violence or situations than James Cameron. Like he just has this way to elicit this visceral response in me. Yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 I and the water thing, the water, the water is the same thing when like she gets in there and like, <gasps> like, I'm like, Oh my God, that must be so cold. <laughs> the anxiety starts pumping. Yes. Um, I, the, uh, I yeah, I also think like it's awesome how she uses the pipes. Like she is she is real she's a real badass uh this week and I I'm sure there are probably some listeners who are thinking back to the things that um we said about Rose, you know, earlier but like I guess this is an actual like you know, I've been pretty big on how much I like this movie in a lot of ways, but like script wise, I will say there's a pretty big character arc between like the rose we see here versus like minute thirty five rose. And partly is because that's been like that's a night that's ninety minutes. That's like a that's some movies <laughs> beginning and end. Like there's you know, there's quite a character arc for her. Yeah. E- even uh, if it's she's punching people in the face instead of blowing smoke in it. 
Huh. True, true. But I mean, like this is like this is this. Uh, oh, I didn't mean that to diminish your point. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I mean, but like you couldn't imagine minute thirty-five rows with her boarding hat like doing this, um, and it and it feels earned when she does it here. Like it doesn't feel out of character. Um, no, and I I think what really makes this movie work, even despite of if you think that the scenes are clunky or you know even if you don't dig the modern 1997 scenes yeah it's it's a very good character arc and inspiring i think um yeah i agree uh so before we before we end this week i don't have anything else on this uh actual minute i do have a casting rumor but i want to make sure you guys don't have anything else first i'm ready for gossip okay this one's the weirdest one. Um, for Rose, Madonna. <laughs> she would have been way too old even at Ex- that point. Exactly. Too old Too old to begin the training. Um, <laughs> yeah, she would have been too old. She would have been like 40 at this point. And this, yeah. is, this is around the time she was working on Ray of Light, which is obviously a big comeback album for her. So, I mean, I guess maybe it makes sense that she would have been only, The only her. reason I kind of understand why this happened was this would have been right after Evita. Oh, uh, okay, sure. So, so she's more movie than music at the, during this era of her Yeah, the, like ninety early 90s, mid-90s Madonna, like she did A League of Their Own yep. and Evita. And I think she got, if not a win, a Golden Globe nomination. I think that. you might be right. Or, or at least so, Evita wants some stuff there. Yeah, like if, music, I, I remember, like Evita was kind of a big deal. I've never yeah. actually seen. I know the music, but I never saw the movie. So I guess that's the only way I can kind of understand how that would happen. But yeah, get real Hollywood. <laughs> well, so then I did a search to try to find more on this, like Madonna, Titanic, and I didn't find any more on the casting. But I did find this. Uh, so I found this Newsweek article from 2016 about Hollywood's best unproduced scripts. Apparently there's like a thing where there's like awards given to the most, the best unproduced scripts or like people vote on them. Yeah. The yeah, black blacklist. Li- blacklist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so one of them is called blonde ambition and it's a biopic about Madonna. So that's why that, you know, Madonna's in the story. The other is, uh, this is the quote, the article, one oddball script is called James Cameron's Titanic. It is a comedy set during the events of Cameron's 1997 smash hit, Titanic. While fans of the film would be familiar with the love story between Rose and Jack, Jen D'Angelo's script takes place adjacent to that plot and is about a mother trying to keep her unruly family together as the ship goes down. Now, here's the thing I don't get, guys. What? So this is like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead with the Titanic, but it's like a family comedy? And yeah. So, so does a star like <laughs> is like one of those like Steve Martin family comedies on the <laughs> on the Titanic? Well, that's what I don't understand. Like, this is going to sound dumb, but like, does the does the movie script take place in 1912 Titanic, or is it like inside the 1997 movie? And does that make a difference? Is this script still being kicked around? Could it still be made? Maybe because it's from 2016, and if it won like a, it was in the blacklist at 2016. I'm, then like, I'm, 
I'm imagining like a, a TGIF Miller Boyette sitcom, but it's on Titanic. Yeah. It's bizarre. But I'm intrigued. But why call it James Cameron? I don't know. I guess. So it must oh. be it takes place in the cinema universe of It's the <laughs> the Titanic cinematic universe. Yes. Uh it's bizarre. So that is all I have, guys, for minute one twenty five. Uh, I have some really quick fun facts. Oh, I love fun facts. uh, Not the same year, but uh, Madonna has the same birthday as James Cameron. Hmm. And you know how I know that? Um, I I don't know. A party you were at? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We were hanging out. No, because it's my birthday. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Do you turn into a material girl on your birthday? Uh yes, I uh I dress up in the white wedding dress from the MTV Video Awards, roll around on stage <laughs> for all of my birthday. <laughs> for all of my birthday. Sounds fun. I I just realized uh back to the uh the movies that have a uh, female character save a male character. Uh Avatar 2, right? Uh maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember that movie, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I, I'll say yes. So. Uh, I'm not sure on it either. Um, Wait, you just brought it up. <laughs> well, like yeah, that's why I was sort of like, well, like I think so, but I was hoping one of you would like clarify it with me. We don't have enough survey entries to actually go back and watch the movie, so well, we won't find out unless we get that 75th survey. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, guys. Oh, any of any more fun fact stuff? No, I just was gonna say it because it was my birthday so i knew it uh happy birthday duff yeah happy birthday (laughs) duff make sure you say happy birthday to duff on our social media yep platforms he's uh 59 (laughs) it's not not until (laughs) august (laughs) um listeners you should go to itunes and write us a review at uh you just go to iTunes, so there's no URL for you. Uh, but you should write a review because Duff and I like to see them. And if it's good or bad, we'll find something to be happy about with it. <laughs> I don't know how to see him. Um, yeah. Rob has to yell at me to look at him because he, I found he doesn't he doesn't keep iTunes on his computer <laughs> that I can use to read them. All right, so do that, and uh, we will be back next week with uh, a whole new week of Titanic. Might say it's a whole new world of it. Mm. Magic place you know. Sorry, knew. Jamie. Mm.